And we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast, new episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Realverse World. And today, our guest, CJ motherfucking Fly. Yes, uh, pro-era rapper, um, you know, the, the label ran by Joey Badass. This guy, I met him, shit, like two, three, almost three years ago on the Schoolboy Q tour. Um, Joey was our support on that tour. And uh, yeah, ran into CJ and we became buds. And I told him next time he comes out to LA, stop by the fucking space and share his story. And he did that. So uh, New York rapper, um, we talk about, you know, his whole come up, how he got into this shit and his experience with, uh, you know, just, I don't know. He's, everyone knows who this dude is. He's currently on the Beast Coast tour, traveling all over the US. Uh, we got to go see that show actually a week after this recording, which was dope. Um, and we actually shot a, did a whole video with uh, Levi. Levi is Joey's videographer. He's on tour with the Beast Coast tour and creating all the content there. So we by the I think next week Levi's episode will come out. So I did this episode and then Levi's episode is coming out the next. So it's pro era back to back. Um, and we're gonna drop a YouTube video that takes you like into the whole day in the life of being on tour with the tour photographer, which is dope. But um, CJ shares the story, and I, I think he's this dude's got mad talent. Uh, it was fun watching him perform. He had a set prior to performing with Beast Coast, so he opened up the shit and he fucking killed it. And so if you have a chance to go see the Beast Coast tour, definitely do it. Um, and if you don't know who CJ is, you gotta listen to this whole episode and find out, become a fan, and make sure to follow him on Instagram and show him love and do all that shit. Comment, like, subscribe, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, cool. That's that's it. If you uh, are new to the podcast, Black Window Cream is the fucking shit. Read up. You know what I'm saying? And we also have the How to Charge a Client Guide currently available on our store, shopbwnc.com. It uh, is a 54-page guide that will teach all creators how to level up when charging their clients and make some more money. So if you are interested in that, it is available. We spend a lot of time making it. So hopefully you spend a lot of time reading it over and over again and uh, send us messages like everyone else has been telling us how much fucking money you made because you read the guide. We fucking love seeing that shit. Check our highlights on our Instagram story because it's dope. Um, all right, cool. Uh, thanks for listening to this. Um, if you want merch, you can get, you know where to get it. Shout out to all of our Patreon supporters too. We have the Q&A experience after the episode um, that you can get on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Black Window Cream. That's, that's the link. So yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Let's jump into it, right? Motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. And we're back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, today's motherfucking special guest, CJ Fly. Fly! How's it going, bro? I'm good, man. You out here in LA? Yes, sir. Gracing us with your presence. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, before we get started, you mm-hmm. said first and only podcast? Yeah, first and only podcast, and this about to be my first cup of coffee, too, right? All right, I want to see it. Yeah, he says it's his first cup of coffee. Oh, shit. He's going to crack into it. It's just straight black with no cream. Oh, man. You nervous? I'm very nervous. I mean, it's a little high. If you want to wait a little bit, we can wait. So look, I'm gonna just say this first. Yeah. The reason I never really got into coffee like that is because it smells interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I hope the taste is different from the, the smell. Because I don't drink beer. I don't drink champagne. I don't. I don't drink a lot of things. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. 
No, they're weird. I mean, it's definitely like an acquired taste. I mean, it right, looks like see. brown water. All let's right, see, let's, let's see. see. He's drinking the coffee right now for my audio listeners. He's sipping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little hot. Little thing there. It tastes like the, the frappuccino, but it's just no sweets and no. Yeah. It's okay. just, yeah. I could get down. But it's like. It's like an acquired taste. Like my grandma tried putting me on this shit back in the day. I feel you. And I hate. I thought it was the grossest shit ever. What about black with no cream but a little sugar? Yeah, so you could do it. I, I like I said, people always feel obligated. I'm, I'm like, nice. With it yeah, I'm but with I see it. like you're starting out. You might want to yeah. add a little sugar, added right. cream. I ain't right. mad at that. Do what you gotta do, vanilla, bro. Yeah, extract. That's we it. good. We popping. Uh, so that's cool. We just witnessed history right there. And, yeah. Um, it's it's good. It's you crazy. If you don't drink the rest of it, I ain't mad. I'm gonna try to take a little baby sip on the way. You know? So if you got a little tequila to throw in there, we yeah. oh Let's shit, get it. Let's get it. is that your go-to drink? Yeah, tequila? I don't. I don't. Tequila is alkaline. A lot of people don't know that. Alkaline for real? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, for I sure. love tequila. I fucking drink that shit. I don't like drinks with sugar in it because it makes my stomach mm. hurt. I like the agave or something fresh. You know what yeah. I mean? So a tequila is always something I go to, and I don't ever have hangovers. Right. Every time I drink vodka or anything else, it fucks you up. Always. You like gin? You ever drink gin? Occasionally, like few times I came out here and fucked with Wiz, I smoked, I drank a little, um, gin. Oh yeah, he be, he loves gin, huh? Yeah. Forgot about that. Bombay sipping. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I'm a, so, I'm a social, social, uh, gin, gin drinker. Right, right, right. When you, when the, the time calls for it. Definitely. Um, you, my friend, we met, uh, shit. When was that? 2000 fucking 16? 15? Yeah. 16? 15, 14, whatever. Blank face yeah. tour. Time flies, right? Damn. It does fly. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Traveled around the. You guys didn't do Europe with us. No. It was just the US. Facts. That shit was tight as fuck. I, I didn't even go on that tour. I just came for a couple of days oh, yeah. and we linked up. That's right. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I make sure I connect dots when I'm when I'm when I'm around. Like, right. What up, what just up? pit yeah, stop yeah, in real quick. Sure, yeah. Damn, that's fucking it was a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the full US mm-hmm. with Joey. Facts. Which was a bummer because then we all went to Europe and it was just like not the same. No, for sure. Energy you know I mean? was different, right? Yeah, it was just wild. That's how it was. I had a Shawnee on here. Uh, yeah, where? He was like one of my first few guests. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's just talking bro. about shooting shit and stuff. <laughs> I haven't even talked to him in a minute. I don't even know what he's yeah, been I'm up to. Hit him too. Yeah, damn. But uh, you've been around the world, bro. You you guys um, you guys are doing something right now. Trying, man. You're out here preparing for tour. Yeah, tour starts in like uh, I don't know when this is gonna come out, but tour starts in a yeah. matter of days. I could count on one hand. Right. So by the time this comes out, it might be a few weeks, but yeah. th- there's probably some days that you can find them. If on. you're listening to this shit, make sure you come see us on tour. Amphitheaters everywhere around America. Come check us out and all that. That's hard as fuck. Yeah. This is your first I'm time excited. doing doing that big. We did the amphitheaters for the um, under the influence Wiz tour mm. back in 2013. Right. And that was interesting. I feel like I'm about to experience what we experienced then because yeah. I'm opening it. Yeah. So I'm gonna get the opening or the the opening crowd right. coming in. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's gonna be crazy to perform together as Beast Coast when everybody is there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's gonna be the magical moment because before we used to just watch Wiz when the, the venue's full. Right. Now we're gonna get to see the full like repercussions of of. of Having a full crowd. So what? You're on, you're opening, and then you guys are doing Beast Coast. Facts. So I have my own opening set, and then we're doing a Beast Coast joint set, oh, super set. That's gonna be fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. How many? Is there any other? You know what I mean? Is there any other uh, openers on that shit? Uh, Kirk Knight and Nicole and right. Underachievers. So how long is your set? Probably my set. I don't know yet. Honestly, I'm gonna really? find out. We're probably like. 15 minutes yeah, yeah right so everybody listening get there early please. yeah right <laughs> show up to show up for the for boy sure. that's fucking tight bro yeah, i'm excited man but i mean what a way like i think that's cool too that you have the opportunity to come back because mm-hmm. like you said you open up for wiz and mm-hmm. then you guys are doing that shit and then you come back out you don't get to like redeem yourself when mm-hmm. there's 
the rest of the people there. For sure. You know what I mean? But when you do come back out, it's like all the people that showed up late get to experience it for exactly. the first time. And the people at the beginning are like, oh shit, he's actually like tied in. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. I'm excited, man. That's gonna be sick. Historic moments happening. How's the Beast Coast thing been? It's really dope, man. You know, it's a lot of uh, creative minds and when we come together, it's like really beautiful to see what we could put together. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, we, we've all been homies, bro. We all from Flatbush. We right. all grew up together. So it's like, even like I just told you, I just left the crib. Yeah. And the whole Beast Coast is at the homies crib I'm right. staying at. Just and chilling. I didn't know that was going to happen, but that's just the energy. Like, we always on our homie vibes, just chilling, always hanging out and shit. So that's the brothers, you know what I mean? He said he swooped back just before he came here and everyone was playing 2K and shit. He's like, Facts. What? <laughs> I don't ever play 2K. I told you, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. You don't? No no video games? Nah. Man, I, I mean, no, 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 no video games, but like right. 2K and all that. I don't like playing games that. Everybody else is like, ah, you feel me? Mm. I'm, I don't want to start scrapping with somebody over 2K and shit. I'm not one of those people. I'd be like, yo, you want the controller here? Yeah, have Toss it. Toss that shit right. up. You want to play some Call of Duty Zombies, though? Holla at your mm, boy, you heard? All right, I see you. I'm here. There we go. Yeah. I just got into uh, Apex Legends. Okay, yeah. That's people have just... been trying to get me on that, but I've been very, very skeptical. That's like, how Q was. I hit Q. Yeah. I was like, have you played this game? And he played Fortnite. He's like, nah, fuck. He's like, fuck it. Uh, Fortnite's dope. And I, I was like, bro, come on. Too. I know me either. And then now, now all his interviews after yeah. the album dropped, he's like, yeah. yeah. Apex. I love Apex. I was like, this guy, nah, that's how it goes, though, bro. You, you you always front on something and be like, yo, I can't fuck with that shit because we don't know about it. And right. we, we so, I'm so in depth in love with Call of Duty Black Ops and yeah. they keep upgrading the maps. Yeah. What the fuck am I playing another game for? You feel me? Like, that's right. how people feel about Fortnite. So yeah, I'm, not even, yeah, yeah. I'm not even trying to get too deep into that. Mm. I feel like it's already time consuming enough. <laughs> I'm trying to get into more. <laughs> I just is. turned 26 a couple weeks ago, Happy July 6th. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I'm trying to. Read more books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Play a little less video games. I feel it. So make some more big man moves. Yeah. I feel video like games ending. I've never been like I just don't have enough time to fucking do it. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. So it's like if you could fill all the other times with like shit that you should be doing that's mm -hmm. gonna grow you as a, a creator or whatever. For sure. But I feel like just now recently, like I've been doing so much that my head feels like it's gonna explode. So I, <laughs> when I go home at the end of the night, it's like the way to kind of shut it off. Definitely. You know what I, mean? I agree with that. When so, I'm stressed, yeah. throw that motherfucker on, play two, three you rounds. Don't, you, nothing else matters. Yeah, facts, and I'm good. That's solid. That's what I've been fucking with. Virtual reality. It's tight. I've never done the VR video game. No, but that's what it feels like to me. Right. When you're moving your controller and you're walking around going places, yeah. going up the staircases yeah. and shit. You know that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm like, that shit's tight. Yeah. Man, Flatbush. Mm -hmm. I got to go tour around when we were on the B&J tour. Yeah. We played in, not, not. it wasn't even a new, it was our New York show, but yeah. it was in Jersey, right? Yeah. Like that's where everyone, For sure. yeah, um, yeah. whatever the fucking MetLife. That was a weird venue, by the way. MetLife? No, MetLife? Was it MetLife? Was it another one? Uh, Where is it? It was a weird, it was a weird spot in Jersey. I know I drove from Brooklyn to come to come like. You went to the show? Yeah, the B and J show. Which one are you talking about? Beyonce and Jay Z, the OTR two. Oh, I was like, what? That's Q tour. My bad. Oh nah. I never heard nobody call it me and J. No B and J for B Beyonce. We got, we got BJ's <laughs> wholesale marketing. I'm like, wait, wait a second. My bad. My bad. Go no, ahead. when I was on, so on the current last tour I did yeah, with B and J. Got you. Then we played in New York, but it was like not life. New York. Yeah, it was yeah, Mad Life. Okay. So, but it counted. And then, right. uh, um. <laughs> Now I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about with that shit. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, what you was talking about was the- uh, Flatbush. Yeah, there so you go. So Slick and Hobbs are both from Flatbush. Right, right. We was talking about that too. Yeah, you know them? Yeah, they facts. They do bone breaking shit facts. and like they're crazy. I'm but. not sure if I know Hobbs, but me and Slick go way back. Okay, I used word. to dance, like Jamaican culture dance. Yeah, yeah, And we would definitely like cross paths at uh, this program called B-Camp. Oh, that's hard. And Slick will always be in there with the rest of the bone breakers Fucking and the rest of the Brooklyn homies that I know, yeah. you feel me? And you- 
like I always looked up to him as a dancer. Yeah. You feel me? He was always lit in Brooklyn for right, my right. So to see him be on the cover, to see him be dancing, see him in a documentary going crazy, I'm so happy for Brody. You, you know me? the target, the new target that's in Flatbush is yeah. like we went there and got the album for the first time. That's His crazy. first time seeing the album cover right in Brooklyn. Like that's it, crazy. we're in Flatbush and like we bought it and he was like getting I I was like the cornball dude, like, hey, that's uh that's him on the yeah, cover. Bro. And the chick like looked at him, she's like, Cool. And I put it back. I was like, damn, <laughs> come on. Yeah, nah, people look flatbush are assholes to some, some Yeah, I'm like, this guy's a cover of Beyonce Jay-Z's new album. What the hell? He's from here. He's from like blocks away. If Beyonce Jay-Z was standing behind him, then she'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, they would fucking trip. I know, that's And it's crazy, that same target, I think one of the flapper zombies used to even fucking work there. That's crazy. I couldn't, don't quote me on that, but you feel me? That's how sentimental that location is to us. Even Steve's, before Steve's passed, he shot a video right in front of that shit. That's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, he was talking, like he took me all around the whole set and like Mm -hmm. showed me everything. It was like, dude, it was so fucking tight just to see like, you know nostalgia for these people especially now where he is today mm-hmm. and it's gotta be the it's same for you it's like yeah. you guys get to go travel you're doing amphitheaters mm-hmm. all over the u.s right now but you go back home where it started it's like of course it's different it's fucking wild definitely how, how was it like growing up in that that area like coming up in that that time frame and everything for you guys because you guys have like an entire niche mm-hmm. like crew like mm-hmm. you, you guys are very like have been squad for a long time but like just the music that you that has come out of that area mm-hmm. is fucking wild like it's consumed the world you for know what sure, I mean? definitely it's crazy like I don't know man I feel like just being from where we're from it's already a boiling pot of multiple cultures Mm -hmm. the fact that we're like multifaceted like artists ourselves we come together it's just like almost a similar thing we're our own representing our own cultures you know what I mean I'm the Jamaican and Bajan representative you know right. what I mean Joey is the Jamaican and St. Lucian representative yeah. and then you got other people that's only from Guyana only from Trinidad so when we come together it's just like a Flatbush link up you know what I mean yeah. we just I don't know man we've always been homies for years like a lot of people knew Steez prior to us knowing them you know what I mean Right. And as time went along we started linking up more and we was like alright we gonna solidify this Beast Coast thing and really start doing our part to really you know what I mean so that has been a, like have you guys been calling it Beast Coast for a long time yeah definitely something Steez definitely coined that's a minute crazy. ago and like we just made sure we kept that shit alive for, yeah. for me so wow, that's for sure for a while it's like Flatbush uh, East Coast Beast Coast why not right yeah. but I mean you guys got to do fucking Jimmy Fallon and shit yo that shit's crazy is that your bro. first time doing like a national for sure that and was mind blowing for me too still is what did the crowd think the crowd loved it. I was surprised. Like, I don't know. Like, that song is... is mosh I pit. I can't compare it to anything. You <laughs> that feel shit, me? We were watching it right before yeah. I was showing him. I was like, this shit is straight mosh pit song. Yeah, thanks, bro. Like, fucking off uh, uh, everything. Everybody should be fucking hanging from the ceiling. This right. Shit. Oh, wait till you see Toy. That's... I know. I can't even say too much. But is there an LA date? Huh? Is there an yeah, LA date? Yeah, I, 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 I'll send you the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, definitely. That shit's gonna be nuts. But they have... Bro, trust me. They got some shit. I can't even say too much, but... Let's just know some of the homies got a couple wires tied to them and they're gonna be flop. Oh yeah, I saw I saw some pictures. I saw some BTS. It's be crazy, bro. Damn. Out of this world. I, I'm, I'm not doing that shit though. You're not? Nah, I'm good. I'm fly already. What <laughs> more fly? See, get? fly. You know what what about the uh what about those shoes with the fucking um little trampoline sticks in them that That's people what I, do like yo, mad still, flips. The sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the ones that Justin Bieber brought his people out. Wait, what I didn't see those. Yeah, you gotta dude, pull that up for they're me. Like, That's crazy. Uh, they're like um they're like trick, trick dancers. Trick and it, dancers. It makes you bounce higher. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a, it's a stilt, but it like bends. You know, like amputees. Yeah, they wear those running legs. Oh wow, and it's they like use that. Those to bounce but you them? can do like three flips. Oh fuck no. So that could be you. I'm good. You could learn. I want all. I, I told motherfuckers I wanted the uh, the little Michael Jackson uh, square that opens up. And yeah, shoot you out. Like, <laughs> Dude, those are like kind of scary. I'd rather that than uh, a wire holding me that goes. Yeah, <laughs> it just pops off your belt. Exactly. He's like, what the hell? It's a rat. She's like, she can fly in wheelchair for the rest of his life. 
<laughs> you be flying after you drink this fucking cup of coffee no, today. Oh, yeah, I feel it already. I want to light the spliff up, but, you know, we ain't <laughs> no, trying to sorry, get kicked out. We, no, yeah, we good. It's the whole fire code <laughs> shit in my building. New Yorker would be like, it's California, bro. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, it is what it is. Um, so, like, coming up in, in the music, though, mm-hmm. what first got you interested in it? Were you born uh, and raised there? In Flatbush? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my, my whole life I was uh, raised in Flatbush for about 10 years of my life. Right. And then I'm 26 now, so like 16 years I've been living in Best Star. Okay, so right. So that's why I heavily rep Best Star and right. Flatbush. Right, you right. know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a Best Star and Flatbush native. Right. Yeah, Brooklyn and New York raised me. You know what I mean? I've been there my whole life. Yeah. My family being from the Caribbean, it's like I'm a mix of multiple cultures mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, so. Yeah. Definitely. What was music like? Did that come to you in high school time? Like when, when do you think you got involved in that shit um my parents being that where they're from they they've been heavy on the uh music music's always been a part big part of my life yeah my dad has so many reggae cds cassettes yeah. and he's been raising me on bujabanta and bob marley all that stuff you know what i'm saying right. and my mom being from barbados a lot of soca and calypso is from her culture yeah. so that's a lot of the music that i was raised on i didn't even get into hip-hop until limewire yeah, LimeWire was aside, the shit. Facts. Aside from me buying bootlegs from the flea market, that's now like a fucking complex for the gentrifiers in Brooklyn. Hey, child. Um, <laughs> what you call it? <laughs> for real? Yeah, like I used to go buy my little $5 bootlegs and I would get the, you know what I'm saying? The, I had mad different raps, but it wasn't no real hardcore rap. It was like, I would have like Young Jock, Young Bird, right, like yeah. Little Bow Wow, like yeah, little yeah, different yeah. things. I'm a kid, you feel me? In like yeah. 2004 or five and shit, so. And that was like the most highly um, advertised shit. Right, you know feel what I mean? me? So at the time, I was getting all those bootlegs and shit, and when LimeWire came along with like, I would say eighth grade, seventh grade, so I was right. like 2005, 2006, going into high school, I discovered Tribe. Mm. And tr- I fell in love with Tribe. Yeah. Before that, I remember being a kid and always seeing Biggie on TV. Right. Seeing, I remember the first rap song I ever sang, and my parents was like, "Don't say those words." <laughs> was Thong song. My dad was like, "Watch him out. Don't talk like that." I'm like, "Yo, chill. I'm just singing that don't, that don't, don't, don't." But yeah, that was the first. And then I remember being a baby, bro. It's so weird. I have this memory. I remember being a baby sitting in the crib, bro. Watching Biggie, Sky's the Limit. That's why it's one of my favorite songs ever. As a baby? As a baby, bro. I don't even know if I was a baby or just like a, a younger Tyler. child. You feel me? But right. I remember just watching that shit and seeing the, the kids in the video. Remember there's a kid. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that video. I the video is it's a, it's a kid version of Biggie and Puff. And they're doing the whole shit in the video. Oh, yeah, right. Damn. So as a kid. Yeah, you're watching seeing that shit. That, I'm like, oh, shit. Right. These kids are rappers? I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, you me. didn't know it was them. And that's the same way I felt when I seen people like Bauer and Romeo. I was like, oh mm. shit, these kids are killing it. I want to do what they're doing. Damn, that's interesting as fuck. You feel me? So moments like that have always stuck with me. And then even when I would get right, uh, a ride home from school, I would always remember High 97 was a big part of my, my childhood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the reggae mixed with that, mixed with me discovering LimeWire, finding out about Fife Dog. Right. Being like, oh my God, this guy is a Caribbean rapper that mixes Made that it. whole shit in it you know what I'm saying yeah. I want to do exactly what he's doing and De La Soul after that a little bit of Wu-Tang a little bit of this a little bit of that and I just started studying the art form and I think I've been writing raps uh, since the 7th grade but I didn't have the confidence to actually record and shit until like my freshman or sophomore year high mm. school but I met Pro Era in my junior year so I was rapping prior to right, right. meeting anyone you know what I mean I always wanted to be a rapper I always told everybody I'm gonna be a rapper no matter what <laughs> that's fucking crazy yeah. I wonder if it's like if you were a baby chilling standing for some reason in your crib <laughs> I believe a baby. it I believe it but I wonder if it was only if you only saw like full grown men rapping 
if it would have been as interesting to you? I don't know. Like that's so that's so crazy to hear you gotta, that. You got to think about uh, marketing and just uh, the way the world works. Right. People sell products to people that see themselves. Mm. Black shows appeal to black audiences because we see ourselves. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Makeup tutorials, all this Kylie Jenner shit, and all that. Why? Because they want to be that. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? So everything works that way with all types of business yeah. media, so you gotta look at it like that I remember like getting into like punk music mm-hmm. and I because what's crazy is I wish there was never a ra- there was never a hot 97 oh wow that in Iowa I'm from Iowa so I'm from yeah. middle of nowhere so that was like we had 92.3 which was like the most trash like pop radio whatever and they playing like the top 100s yeah just like whatever. not even no underground shit nothing, nothing. You so you don't get discovered by anything unless like the kids bring it to school or some yeah, shit sure. and I was at a Catholic school so it was even worse oh my god and so but then someone figured out LimeWire then someone's like oh right. shit check out this this is 50 cent and you're right. like oh what the fuck oh, you start getting put on that I had. <sighs> yeah me too it oh was my like god. we had all of download everything we have the same birthday June 5th Ooh, yeah, you're right. Facts. Damn, I forgot about that. Facts. I got mad birthdays on that same day too. Yeah, June fifth is pretty. July sixth. July sixth. Yeah. July sixth is your birthday. Yeah. No, June fifth. You June fifth. Yeah, Are June fifth. I'm a month and a day. Yeah, so older than that. you. Yeah, facts. No, nah, plus a few years, bro. <laughs> I fucking got you by a few years. <laughs> nah, you, but still, you young, you but young. still, I remember that era of like right. people being able to get this music right. and obtain it and shit and like it was special. It was, and then in like the punk shit, like for me, mm-hmm. I remember going to a show. When did you go to your first show? Damn, you about to have me expose my cards and look crazy. But I mean, I know a lot of people in hip hop don't go to shows until way later. Like, no, so there was my, I, what you call it? This is live, but uh. <laughs> 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 all right. So I'm just gonna put this out there. Like I said, at the end of the day, as a child, I used to see Bow Wow and these kids rap, and I used to want to be like them. You your boy me? pulled up on Bow Wow. Yo, listen, relax, man. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> nah, but you feel me? The, definitely, that was one of the, the the goals to be like that. Anyways. I went to the fucking Scream tour, bro. Wow. Crazy, right? Wow. And my mom took me. It was only me and my mom. And my mom knew how much I was like a passionate fan. about rap. Mm. You feel me? How much I wanted to be that. Yeah. And I'll be like, mom, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be in like Mike. I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? And her being a single mom, because my parents weren't together uh, basically my whole life and shit. You feel right. me? Her being a single mom, of course, she's going to support me and like push towards me doing that. But I don't think she really wanted me to do that. She was just like, it's important as a, as a yeah, kid, stream, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, that was my first concert concert. But outside of that, I didn't really start going to concerts until I started performing. Right, right, right. Like, that might be the only concert I went to. That's crazy. Really, though. Was only. it dope? What, what, I mean, like, seeing it in real life and, and seeing someone that you kind of idolize and were trying to mimic and whatever, like, being able to finally see it. And don't lie, bro. Because you know that shit. Ro- Yo, Lil Romeo, my homie. He's the first person. He had my back. He was like the I first famous person that I he became thrashed, friends with out here. He thrashed Bow Wow in that battle. I know. <laughs> I know. I remember when he came back with that diss video. I was yeah. like, damn. <laughs> Team Bow Wow <laughs> fucked up right now. Fuck. Damn. It's crazy. But um, uh, uh, to be honest with you, this is another embarrassing fact, bro. I, I grew up in, in Brooklyn in a low-income area. Yeah. Boys, we was never rich. My seats were so bad. Right, you couldn't even see the show. <laughs> Bow Wow looked li- little, little Bow Wow. Not a little Bow Wow. Like little, little, little. You feel me? Right. And I'm like squishing my little baby eyes like, yo, is that him? Right. And then B2K and all these guys, Mila J, Janae Aiko before she was, you know what I mean? Wow. It's just crazy. But definitely, that changed my life. But I feel like the moments that really, really, really changed my life, bro, was times that I can tell you this Shaggy came to my uh, <laughs> Shaggy came to my junior high school or elementary school talent show or something like that what and the I fuck? was supposed to host it and it's crazy I met Shaggy years later and I'm gonna tell you about that too 
and I was supposed to do something for it, but I was so nervous. And this was me trying to take the steps to be a, a musician of some sort or be like a personality, you know? Yeah. And they put the mic in front of me and I was just so nervous, I couldn't do it. Right. And then Shaggy came out after that and it was a moment for me because like I said, my dad raised me on reggae. Yeah, right. So seeing Shaggy was yeah. a moment for me as right. a kid. I was like, oh my God, outside of Bow Wow. I was like, this is crazy. I need to like do that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the energy was crazy. And after that, years later, me and Joey went to uh, Netherlands and Shaggy's in the same hotel as us, bro. <laughs> and I tell him the story. He's like, yo, that's mod. I'm, of course, you don't fucking remember that. Yeah, shit. right, 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 right. It's just crazy to see things come full circle like that, you know? Moments like that definitely made made me thankful that I followed through with my dream and didn't ever quit, you know? That's fucking crazy. But yeah, man. Definitely. A little little Shaggy, a little Bow Wow, a little everybody. Dude. Jay-Z too, you know what I mean? Yeah, fuck. Heavy Emma from Bedstyle, like. Right. Biggest influence. Yeah. Yeah. The we did a show so I played music too yeah so like but that's really? what that, my, my my path was punk music yeah. right punk and like indie shit and whatever yep. like and I played drums and bands and that's all that crazy shit. and then we got into hip hop then everyone started like we had a little squad of like producers and all that shit we Fire. started making music and we would play shows I would rap my ass off <laughs> I'd rap my ass off I swear to god I could see it Macklemore <laughs> came out and he had this him and I have the same birth yeah. name wow so people would be on the radio like thrift shop by Ben Haggerty aka Macklemore and people were texting me like oh my god I heard your song I was like not me wow so that shit was funny when I got to meet him on Q's tour because I was like, bro, we have the same name. Like, I've full, said this a million full, times. Like last name Ben Haggerty. His name is just spelled with two G's and an E. The same exact name? Yeah. Y'all not related? No. No cousins? Nah. I mean, it's like it's like just off by a little bit, but we both Irish and shit. That's crazy. And then he's asked me to go on tours and shit and shoot his stuff. So it's funny like how full circle that was like when I was doing hip hop shit yeah. and going to his shows just to kind of like the universe. Learn. Yeah, it's wild, but. I got a little part Irish in my family too, you heard? There we go. Uh, <laughs> but we open for Shaggy. That's the, oh, where? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it was crazy. It was it was like a college, like, I don't know what the fuck it was, but he was dope. Nah, no, like, Shaggy's great energy. Yeah, it was tight. It's Man, crazy. What yeah. a life. So then getting into it is like, you kind of like started doing talent shows, shit like that at school. Mm -hmm. It was like mm -hmm. school active shit. Definitely, even before Pro Era, bro. Me and Steez did two um, talent shows in Edward Almora where we all linked up and started the crew. Really? Yeah. And before that, I did another one without him with another homie. Shout out my homie FNL. And then um, I did some dancing shit, but mainly I was trying to just be an entertainer in general. I was right. always I could go into a party, bro. The party would be dead. And I walk in that motherfucker and start Turn dancing. Be like, let's go. Yeah. We don't got motherfuckers in here for no reason. Right. Just start dancing. And people will always give me that same energy back in reciprocation. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I should just really, really take this shit serious and keep doing it. So definitely those talent shows and stuff like that definitely helped build me up to be where I am. You know what I mean? Were the talent shows like a school-based program or like, because we only, we never really had talent shows. Like we so had like it wasn't one. a talent show, really? So it was like. It was like, you could call it a talent show because people came and were able to do it, whatever your talent right, was. Right, right, right. But. They had something called Jam Cafe okay. at Edward Amaro because it's a school for communication and I guess they wanted to help everybody's uh Creative dreams. passions. Exactly. Right, right. So with that being said, a lot of people came through and did what they did and we like made sure that we wrote a rap to Far Sides Running and made sure we spit that shit, made our own, own hook to it and Damn. own bars and you know what I mean? Like that was the first moment, you feel me? And then even after that, like when we put the crew together, like I just found this letter in my crib the other day. It was like, Joey used to call himself Jovi. Jovi? Jovi. Like his, yeah. his, his full name is Javon. Yeah. And he called him, his old name was Jovi. <laughs> My bad, bro. Don't kill me. <laughs> and then uh, what you call it? On a letter it says, Dear Jovi and CJ, 
thank you for for, for, uh, for performing at a uh, festival. Wow. So little little small things, people would do stuff like that. Like when they had bake uh, bake sales and cooking, yeah. they would have a little performance and included. So our school was just trying to do things differently, you know what I mean, and have a little extracurricular moments and stuff. So That's so dope. But definitely, those moments definitely gave us the confidence to do what we do outside of that. Right, you know? and it's very inspiring. So like you got you, Steez, who are other people that were before uh, Pro? Powers present. Powers. Present. My bad. Powers that's the boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here fucking <laughs> off the coffee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, I mean, when we first started Pro Era, it was uh, Steez, Powers, Joey, myself, and a couple other homies, you know what I mean? But you guys were all working, like kind of making music or fucking around with each other before that? We like we started messing with each other through like mutual friends and ciphering. So in high mm. school, we always had ciphers in the hallway. Mm. And we were like a very... You know, I wouldn't say elite, but we were some of the elitist spitters in the group. Right. We ended up seeing like, yo, I like you, I like what you do. Yeah, yeah. Come fuck with us, and I already know you fuck with my man. Da, 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 da. Yeah. We just came together like that, but definitely we, we we always like at least knew of each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And there was a lot of ciphers going around, and people would talk, and you know what I mean. So what, like form formulating a crew mm-hmm. like that? You know, it's not. I mean, I know people just start having clicks of people that they work with, but you mm-hmm. guys really turned it into a brand. Like, yeah. with, who else were you guys paying attention to outside of you guys that was doing some something similar? Because at that time, who else was doing shit? Like, was I Future OF, already? Yeah, it was OF and uh, and um and ASAP Mob. Right. So those so like the, yeah, definitely. And it, even when Joey first came out, there was a time that he was on um, MTV live stream with Tyler, and then the whole I Future was to Tyler. Really? Yeah. And it was a whole, bro, it was a whole thing, bro. I don't even want to say too much about it, but, <laughs> like, it was not good communication. We thought they didn't fuck with us because somebody was like, suck my dick. And in New York, that's a whole, yeah. you say that shit in New York, you feel me, guns come out. Yeah, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, us being high school kids, we was like, whoa, what the fuck was that? But, you know, they was yeah. just goofballs and shit. Right. So, but definitely, there was a big inspiration, and they always have been, you know what I mean? But we always took our own path with, you know what I mean? Taking a little from the woo, taking a little from the tribe. Right. Know, people close to the home and shit. Because it felt like very, very... New York in the sense so, of like the boom even bap TV, type. bro. Yeah. Like I remember Joey came when when Kendrick's freestyle came out. Yeah. We were in the fucking uh, locker rooms. He's like, yo, bro, look at this shit. This nigga's next up. <laughs> he bought drill shit. And I'm like, oh, that shit was hard. He had mm. the Compton shit on. Yeah. I was like, that shit hard, Crazy. Bro. Let's go. Let's we, let's go make a track. Let's go crazy. Like shit like that inspired us. Gave yeah. Us energy, you know, so there's a lot of squad shit going on around the time. So we was like, we got to get our squad right. What were some of the things that you guys were trying to do to set yourself apart? Uh. I don't think we even thought about that. No? Just being you if guys? If we could do something that was like remotely, not the same, but just like something that's appealing on that level, yeah. why not? You feel me? But right. I think we knew that we were us already, mm. you know? Like being from New York, you're like from the boiling pot and the mecca of hip hop too. There's right. like not much imitation that you really need to do unless you can't rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like very natural to us. Everything that we did felt very organic. It right. never was like, yo, Joe, we rap like this. Yo, CJ, do this. Mm. We all just had our style, you feel me? And Throughout time, we definitely take things from each other. Like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like this. I might try to flow like this. I might try to. I definitely like learned and took a lot of notes from Steez. You feel me? Yeah. He used to use like a lot of lyrical tonal perception, make you think one word mean this and that. Like how they do in battles and shit. Right. He was very lyrical. So, and even Joey, Joey's super lyrical. Mm-hmm. Like, so having them and being able to like spar with them helped me sharpen my sword. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I'm thankful to even have that. Where were you guys like? What would you do to record? Did someone was it like? Uh, Joey used to record us a lot, but like at his crib. Yeah, his crib, but he, his crib was like three blocks away from my dad's crib. Oh, for real? In Flatbush, yeah. So what would happen was we would split some of the time. Like he spent a lot of his time recording alone. That's why he he recorded like a lot of 1999 by himself and shit. But like 
at my dad's crib we would record a lot of other shit like waves and fucking just mad mad shit you feel me even hard knock like i remember uh i would engineer for him while he's engineering for me or like we swap right you know, feel me like it was a lot of moments like that i yeah. was never a, an engineer but i was always the homie helping the homie like figure it, figure it yeah, out it's yeah it's nothing you know what i mean it's always love like just to make sure we get the art out like were you guys were you guys having like a decent setup or was it like still diy as fuck because back then it was definitely diy but it was semi-decent we were using cool edit pro and we had a little inbox to some extent yeah and sometimes we had a usb mic but Joey was making it work, bro. Joey right. was mixing a lot of the Pro Era records for the first year of this shit. That's crazy. Like, going in on Cool Edit Pro. Like, going super in, bro. I fucking love that shit. Because especially mm -hmm. when, I mean, for me, in the Midwest, you like, the only way I got a hold of what would happen in the culture of hip-hop would be through, like, fucking blogs and shit. And I'm just sitting there scouring. I hear that a lot. I fucking only could survive that way. That was I it. I know people that have collections of XXL and Source magazines for that very reason. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's their news source. It is, and I I remember Ill Roots being like one of the top blogs that I would go to, That's and crazy. they would always report on shit. And I remember you start like I I would just pay attention to you guys, you know what I mean? Really? Especially <laughs> like because I'm doing the same shit, trying to so. back home and like content wise, what were we doing media wise? Right. Like what was all that shit mm -hmm. that we were trying to come up with? And it was just like constantly focusing on the way you guys were shifting media and like mm -hmm. being able to do it. I'm like it's so dope because it's what their style is feels like the people that we grew up listening to. Right. You know what I mean? Like a, a chunk of it, like this old school version That's of it. For sure. And they found a new way to make the, like young kids right. make it make sense. You know what's funny about that? Huh? I feel like that kind of was our advantage and a disadvantage at the same time because people like to put us in this pigeonhole box of they can only do this type of music. Right. We only want to hear this from them. You know what I mean? And to some extent that's kind of limiting, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, we all want to be able to be like uh, just creative musicians. We yeah. don't want to be limited to just being a, a boom bap artist right. and shit. So that was, you know, a, a blessing and a curse. And what I will say is, bro, it's crazy that you even say that you used to look at that as like a standard or like a, a, a bar to, you know what I mean? Try to meet. I honestly did not comprehend how big we were back then and how much the impact was like when I meet people now and they're like yo I used to listen to you consistently in high school people hit me up like yo I wanna fucking propose to my girl at, at y'all concert we used to listen to y'all together and shit and it's like that shit really resonates with me I'm like whoa this is crazy we really had a crazy influence you feel yeah. me cause I'm a humble dude bro like I still live right. in Brooklyn like you might just catch me on the strip you know always right. save it up and don't run up on me crazy but right. at the end of the day I'm never like on no like superstar like you know blown up ego yeah. shit like I still feel like the humble person I've always been but we have successes you know what I'm saying we've been able to accomplish a couple things but it's just crazy to really see the reach and the influence and the the impact yeah the impact bro right like I met somebody yesterday I don't even know I don't want to say their names but they was telling my homie yo y'all y'all made me open up my third eye and look into that realm and that's crazy to me you feel me because when I met YBN Corday, he was like yo bro it was two routes for you yeah it's either you was 300 Chief Keef or you was pro ever on your third eye shit mm. and if you look at the music now Chief Keef got so many musical babies you feel what I'm saying yeah and if you look at Joey Joey inspired mad lyrical artists and it's no diss it's a matter of we nah. inspire each other you feel right me? generations change so yeah that's crazy bro. crazy it's crazy music yeah. has evolved bro and when I came out my mixtape came out on live mixtapes and that piff and now motherfuckers is coming out New single on iTunes. iTunes, I know. Instantly, right? And, that, and it's like because no one's like really having sample shit anymore. It's like it's easier it's to different. get original music it's out different. there. Different. So, I'm I'm still adjusting myself. You feel me? And yeah. 
still damn that's fucking wild to think about yeah but that's also dope because you don't realize how you like to you you're just scratching the surface but you mm-hmm. don't realize the impact mm-hmm. i feel it now too especially sure. with the video shit it's like yeah. it takes off and then people will run up on you like yo right. I, this is this i've been listening to this i've been paying attention to you for and right. i'm like what the fuck like where were you uh when i did that though? yeah exactly when i was asking for people to like right. buy some shit or whatever sure, like, exactly. support my shit but now like you want to fuck with me isn't shit. that weird but it's crazy like you don't understand how powerful the internet is but of also course. for you guys to make a break dude think i always say this shit especially mm-hmm. when people when i'm sitting there and i'm like damn i shoot for beyonce and jay-z mm-hmm. you know what i mean even before that, every mm-hmm. artist I ever worked with, I'm like, damn, it's crazy. I'm with these people. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, there's 7 billion people in, in, the in the world. And I'm the one person that made this cut. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like Hope say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. It's tight, right? Yeah, it's ill. And it's just like, that's beautiful. And moments like that make you appreciate life and appreciate the sacrifices you've made to, to be where you are right now. Because right. you could have been the regular average Joe back at home doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. You feel me? But you made sure you're where you are right now and right. that's beautiful it's fucking wild yeah man what uh what do you feel like at, at that time was like the process for you to develop yourself like especially having like this multi-tiered you know entertainer mm-hmm. ability like you were like down to host dance mm-hmm. rap whatever it was mm-hmm. how did you kind of hone it in like figure out like what your what your favorite shit was or was it just kind of like i'm just gonna be i just want to be the life of the party like as soon as i get on stage people will recognize it or people will change their attitudes what was your approach? <laughs> it's funny, as we continue to gain more um, popularity and fame and stuff like that, I kind of played the black background more and deliberately because hmm. I didn't want it yet and I didn't know what I wanted specifically yet. Right. Like I remember specifically when like Joey started getting a lot of his success, I would like be very like low key and not like in the front trying to you know what I'm saying yeah, right. I didn't really want to be seen like that I just more so wanted to help what we were building right. you feel me? even if I was behind the scenes and shit like that so mm. but I feel like now I, I want to be able to work for my own too you know what I mean some people like to look at their homies and other people's success as their own but it's like you can't right. you gotta wait your moment and what I've been really doing this whole time is really taking notes and learning from mistakes and and, and applying those, those, those lessons I learned to, to my own career in my own life you know what I'm saying like, right I'm, I'm growing I'm a growing man right now I'm 26 there you I mean, go first guy in the game I was like 17 18 with Joey and everybody else you know what I'm saying and damn still learning you feel yeah, me man. so it's like that process has definitely been very eye-opening and very uh what's the word <laughs> teaching right you know what I mean it taught me a lot so what, what would you say are some of like the um the lessons you learn by observing like things are not to do you know what I mean especially for a young artist that's li- like listening to this right now read like, all your emails <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> because God knows my nigga there's some bags sitting in your emails that you Bruh, just missed bags relationships you feel me and people be like yo you wanna fuck with me you read my emails like bro at the end of the day this is what I wanna say I wanna say this Yeah, we're in a different timing right now too the internet is a new vibe I always make a joke to people and be like Man, I wish I was from the 70s, man. I would actually have genuine friendships, conversations with people, and I would actually have a genuine connection as far as, like, when you're around someone, you know? When yeah. you have a cell phone, it's like, text messages are... I seen Ben's post on um, Instagram this whole month. I don't actually have to ask him how he's doing. Right. <laughs> I know. You feel me? That shit's crazy. And with that being said, it's like, it kind of... The internet is something I'm still gradually... Like getting used to because mm. I'm a real genuine person like you feel me I really am about like going out and actually sitting quality time you right, know what right, I'm saying right. like 
digital relationships and digital shit is very weird to me, but I have to learn to do it better. Like, even when I'm writing back to emails, I'll be like, nah, like, you gotta really write, hey, yeah. blah, 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 good day, bye, bye. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm learning these things, you feel me? So, definitely a lot of lessons in that and, and just communication, keeping a lot of good relationships, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Even how, go, going to introduce myself to people. How, how, do you, how do you balance it? Like, how, especially like, there's so much going on for artists. You know what I mean? Like, especially like you build your brand, you're doing all your shit. Like, how do you balance that? A lot of people don't know, but like, I have never really had like a big management team. Like I've had help here and there by a homie or so, but I've never had like an official manager, like a big, you know what I mean? Yeah, Established right. manager and shit. So right. I've always had to shake hands, introduce myself and make sure people know that CJ Fly is a cool motherfucker that you could do business with. And right. all this, you know what I mean? And I've been well-spoken. I, I, I could speak for myself, represent myself well. Rep, represent. I feel like I always call myself the pro-era business card. <laughs> yeah, right. I won't grow up, like, yeah, pro-era, Yeah. They'd be like, yo, you should like be the representative of business. I'm like, no, nah, I'm chilling. I'm just like a good, you know what I mean? Cordial person yeah. and shit. But, You'd be the pusher of like good right. music. Yeah, definitely. But, yo, check us out. Right. Get out the Uber, be like, make sure you check out my homies. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was always doing. But like, right. you know, I, 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 that's not what I want to do officially, but I want to definitely one day get representation and that's finding the balance to it too. One day I hope I have the right representation that will allow me to just be an artist mm. and not even have to have so many like uh, personal connections with people because sometimes sometimes that personal connection could fuck up your business too. Right. People are like, I don't like him. You know what I mean? Before yeah. they could even have that mystery of, oh, I want to do business with CJ Fly before I even meet him. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. I try to make sure I'm cordial and good with everybody. I have right. no need for nobody. Yeah. It's all love. I, I, I'm the same way and like, I'm connecting dots all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard. There's so many meetings you take that don't nothing comes from them, right? I was just talking about that last night. But it's interesting because sometimes, and I always say it's like, like my homie Andrew, he always we're always taking meetings, like mm -hmm. business meetings and shit. And he'll be like, oh, we gotta go meet up at Soho House with this person, blah blah blah. They're connected to this and this. And I'll be like, all right, cool, go. We sit down. The conversation might not mean shit, of course. And I'm just like, fuck, I could have been doing you something know, this. way better. Yeah, and then you leave and then five days later you run into someone that knows someone that you just met with and then that shit turns into like Magic. some ridiculous a job or something. Right. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. never know. But it's also like, I've also tried to get to a point where there's so many people that are always hit me up to like, yo, can we link about this? Can right. we do this, this and that? And I'm like, I almost have to kind of cut it off to a no, point you where have to I'm limit like, it. It's yeah, overwhelming, bro. It is, but it's, it's hard to like, hey, sorry, I only have an hour. Like you start sounding like that fucking- no, but that's the truth. Yeah. When we was trying to coordinate, it was like, at the end of the day, we got to make it work. However, right. that's how right. everybody's schedule is. And yeah. whether you're somebody or nobody, I don't believe in that people being nobodies, but right. if you have a normal job or you're a celebrity that makes your own job, mm -hmm. it's like, at the end of the day, we all have to respect people's time and right. schedules. I feel like a lot of times there's the ego part of it. People are like, I don't care about your time. My time is more important than right. yours. And it's like, nah, everybody's time yeah. is worth something. Yeah. You know what I mean? We on this earth trying to live and accomplish things. So Facts. it's very important. But yeah, man, I feel like you definitely got to filter through it. There be sometimes people be like, yo, let's chill. And I'd be like, I can't. Y'all want to stop this episode real quick to tell you guys about the How to Charge a Client Guide. Like I said, in the intro is a 54-page Bible, swear on God, it is, written by Jesus himself uh, for all content creators, aka Jesus in this scenario is Ben and Dave. Um, <laughs> 
I'm sorry. It, it's fucking dope though. It's this this guide has been helping a lot of creators all over the place. I'm surprised how many people have actually picked it up and have sent me messages about how it's changed their life as far as uh, how they've leveled up charging their clients and how they've found new ways to sniff out budgets and, and create new line items and, and their their pitches and things that they might not have thought about before. The theories in this thing are, are fucking phenomenal. So definitely check that out. Shop BWNC.com. You can get it for 25 bucks right now or you can get in our Patreon for $25 as well, but you get all the extra stuff like being a part of our uh, our private Discord and all that shit, bonus podcast episodes and all that. So if you want that, shop BWNC.com. You'll find it right there. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to this episode. Like I just to even think about giving you an hour and a half to like fucking not. The fact do that nothing. you did that that means you're nice. Me, I can't put too many things in my day or I'm gonna be overwhelmed. Like mm. I'm a schematic person. Like I, I, I yeah. get the whole map analytics mapped out. Like you say, yo, I, my girl, for example, I give you an example. My yeah. girl, she be like, yo, I got to do a couple things today. She don't got her license. I drive her around. So, you know what I mean? And you know that's my girl. I got a bodyguard. Her, you right. Know? That's New right. York. Be, hey, yo, ma. Yeah. Anyways, so boom. Suck my Shit. dick. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's, I'm telling you, that's different. That's war words where I'm from. But uh, you feel me? My girl be like, yo, I got to go I gotta go here. I got to go here. I got to go here. I'll be like, all right, cool. Tell me where's everything else so I can map it out. You yeah, so you know. 10 that's minutes to get to person. that spot. Yeah, that's the type of person I am. Before I left for tour, my fuckers was like, yo, let's hang out smoke with them before I leave. I didn't get a chance to, but right. if they upset, that's, that's their problem. Yeah, right. like, I got what I had to get accomplished before I got on tour, you feel me? Yeah. And people that are important in your life and people that really understand and understand the sacrifices that need to be made, they won't take it personal. Right. You feel me? I had a homie I was supposed to make a brand new record with. Mm. He was like, yo, just hit me after tour. We might have better time. And I was like, I love you. Yeah, exactly. You feel me? You know. Somebody else was like, yo, you ain't linked with me. I don't know. I was like, I'm not even linking with you ever. Right, yeah. You <laughs> ever. just fucked it up right there. You, you just literally deaded it so it's just like I'm not even clocking that shit I just stay focused try to stay busy and keep doing what I gotta do you know what I'm saying yeah, I love most that. important it's like finding a if you could find the balance like to get to success I feel like you have to be able to find the balance of sometimes you might have to take an L on uh, uh, that could have been a great meeting mm-hmm. but I have to take the L because sure. I have to get this little step that I have to take you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. gonna get to a bigger bigger shit but of stepping stones man when going back to uh when you guys first started seeing success from the music, mm-hmm. especially like Joey, I feel like obviously is like the first person to pop out of that shit. Mm-hmm. What do you remember the time or the first time you realized that it was like working? You know what I mean? Whether it was getting booked for a show that you might not have been able to get before you guys took off or what? I think, I think, because you got to remember we started off at the crib. So to be able to go from the crib to places like Berlin, right. I, I remember, I, I remember 2012. In July, Joey took me to Berlin for my 18th birthday, and I was mind blown. I was like, "How we get here? We literally did this." We was, Joey's room was like half of this right here. Right. You feel me? We went from that room to Bread and Butter Festival with Danny Brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At a festival like in Berlin, and it's like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And even when you see people sing your songs, like Hard Knock, I've always seen people sing that song from the day we made it, and I was like, wow. It's crazy, right? This is mind-blowing. Like, just to know that I wrote that hook, I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's crazy. Across the world. Crazy, bro. Can't go anywhere without people not singing that lyrics. And That's like, fucking crazy. And I always go to people to be like, yo, you ever heard of me? They're like, nah. And I'd be like, you heard 99? And I'd connect that dot, and yep. like, Oh shit, that's you. That's you. You killed that shit, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's how I go, man. Is that tough? Like in music, like um, who, who the fuck was I just listening to? Mm. Uh, project. Um, oh, it was the uh, Dreamville shit. Okay, listen to Dreamville shit, and you hear shit, and sometimes mm. I'm like, damn, that sounds like Rocky. 
And then you, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Right. And you try to figure it out. But there's like, sometimes on those records, it's like, mm-hmm. there's so many new people that they're introducing on that yeah, shit. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard to like. Lesson and curse. Right. Is it weird? Is it weird? Like sometimes say you might have like hard knock in that, in that part. It's like people might not recognize your face, but then you tell them that and then everything makes sense to them. Or if you don't have big ass hair or some shit, they might not get it. Yeah, and that's why you know I made sure I'm the only person without dreads, right? <laughs> in the whole squad, yeah, right? Only person with an afro with braids. You feel me? The fire is braids in the game. You know, yeah. anybody got a problem, come, come <laughs> get your braids right. We right. gonna, you know, what I'm saying. But anyways, at the end of the day, I always try to make sure I stood out. Yeah, I feel like if you're listening, you'll know that's two different voices. Yeah, for sure. And now I have my fly ad lib. Mm. Shout out to Soul. Soul's the one who actually told me to do that shit. For you know? real. I swear to God, I put Soul on my first project in 2012, 2013. He was like, yo, that fly. You should keep doing that like how I do my Soul shit. And Soul is my favorite rapper. He still is. Right. Favorite rapper, uh, 2012, 2013, Family Control System came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, And then we got to tour with him after that. That's Since crazy. Then, he just that definitely been putting like little bugs in my ear like, yo, use this, you do that. So that definitely makes me feel like people, you can't miss me now. If you miss me now, you're not even listening. Right, right, right. You feel right. me? Yeah. Even on the Beast Coast records, I, I drop my fly before I get in yeah. when I'm leaving. Right. So you know, I was somewhere around this area right here. Yeah. Yeah. Was that always a plan to create like the whole, we're going to tour this shit mm-hmm. and make this whole thing happen? Like, was that a plan early on or was that just kind of I think we recently? were just making music, bro. Yeah. And then everything started clicking. You know what I mean? Everything just started coming along. We just started getting these beautiful opportunities. Right. Started just showing up and showing out. Yeah. <laughs> and history is made. Making the first prod. What was your first? What did you drop first? A mixtape? Uh, the way I see it. Mixtape, yeah. That was on Dat Piff? Dat Piff. I actually made Dat Piff and Live Mixtapes premiere. I thought I was trying to be slick, but. <laughs> you made them both premiere? Yeah. Really? Like one had it one day before and one other, other one had it the other day. That's People hard. do that shit now with fucking title and. Yeah. Yeah, some of my early shit. But is uh, was it hard? How did how did you get them to do it? Just I had a already... manager at the time that yeah. was that was working with me, so we definitely got sh- some, some some shit done. Definitely, that's dope. I yeah. remember like looking at that piff and be like, all right, what we got to do is we got to buy the banner at the top. And, like, yeah, pay whatever it was. They sent you like I wasn't a even breakdown. Like that. Yeah, how that was the only way. We had no other plugs. That's we were like, crazy. fuck. How do we get music heard, bro? That yeah, that's shit. how Joey got discovered through Worldstar. And really, he just kept tagging Worldstar. He didn't even pay. <laughs> tagging Worldstar, and then his manager discovered him. Damn, it's wild. But yeah, the internet has, has been a very powerful tool. Shout out to Soldier Boy, fucking pioneer of the fucking internet. Motherfuckers don't credit that boy. Free him. You ever listen? He, he, I thought he was free. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm on tour. Free I'm Soldier, on tour. if he's not free. Yeah, I thought he was free. What up? I swear I just saw a video of him playing Xbox or some shit. I don't know. Oh, really? I think he got free. It's probably an old video. But who knows? He probably is free. <laughs> I think. Um, but when, free him either way. If he has to go back, let Soldier him out. was on it. When we first came out, I remember Joey was like, yo, Soldier, just comment down. It was me, a photo of me, Nick, and Joey. He put uh, the, the the money emoji with the wings. Damn. Early, 2012. Damn. Soldier Boy. He's on it. He's he's the GOAT, the, that, the king of the internet. I just I heard, I'm trying to remember who he did the podcast with, but he, he got interviewed, and it's crazy because he's like, he's just letting it be heard. Like, I'm the one that found this person. I did this shit. Like, I think his biggest mistake was he didn't do a label. I can't remember what he said. There's a reason why he didn't do a label. But he's like, I could have signed all these people, but I didn't. I let them go get their own shit, but I put them on. Imagine if Soldier Boy was to sign all these people through YouTube with some weird shit. He'd have been a billionaire. Billionaire, Because whatever, you know, cents on the dollar they're giving us, they definitely cashing out. You feel me? People really think they be getting paid off YouTube. Where the nigga that own YouTube? What he making? What's yeah, his numbers? I don't know. What's his rates? Right. I always heard it was like each every million views you get three thousand to five thousand. Maybe the artist? The, no, just like anyone who has a YouTube channel. Yeah, facts. But what does the fucking? You feel oh, me? People, right. Nobody well, ever asked that I question. Know. I know. They're like, oh, we just live here. It's like, nah. This is 
Well, land is. So yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> you feel me? Damn. Everybody shit is on YouTube too. If you notice that. Yeah, like, of course. But like, why? Because it's like the number one search engine for shit. That's beautiful. It is. What's next? Yeah, I don't know. That's my thing too. I don't know. Any uh, you know, app designers want to come fuck with me? Make right. the next YouTube, next <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> highlight your boy. You heard? It's funny because I feel like I see a lot of people attempt. You know, sure. what I mean, to try to figure it out. It's like, what is really next? Because you got to think about it. Like, we really came a long way. Like I just said, we went from. Live mixtapes. Matter of fact, I started rapping on a cassette tape karaoke machine. How oh, about that? Shit. You feel me? Recording? Like recording. you were rapping, recording then? Recording, bro. How did you do it? How did how can you actually record over the beat? So what happened was I had to um Was it the two tape thing? Like you know the, nah. the cassettes that had like two different cassettes in it? You know, I don't know. If I, I For those listening who don't know what cassette is, hop on Google or YouTube. A cassette, the joint you put your fingers in, you yeah, twir- wind it back. Twist it up. If you don't got the, the, the pen. The rewind. Or the, yeah. yeah. I can't remember specifically, bro, but I had a karaoke machine that was weird. I was able to play a CD and record what was on the CD on the fucking- That's dope. Right? So what I did was I would put the CD in and- I don't know what I did. I did some weird kid weird shit. Right. And I fucking played it a certain way or moved a certain thing where only the beat was. I don't know what I did, bro. I did like I played. Found a way to loop it somehow. Yeah. And when I did that, I would record myself a little bit on the fucking karaoke mic and That's press so record on that shit and just always do it over and can over. Can you imagine if you find that shit right now? It's just gone. <laughs> Rob my crib, stole the karaoke machine, Game Boy, you know. For real? Flapper shit. Damn. Yeah, bro. Mad jewelry. My, my pops had like mad jewelry like this. We had a matching uh, set with the gold nugget rings. He stole and it. Stole that shit. Damn, too, bro. Brooklyn. That happened often. Not anymore. Nah. I don't think nobody wants to die. But, but back uh, <laughs> then, but back then, it, that yeah, shit would happen a lot. Definitely, definitely was uh, some real life hungry shit. Niggas is hungry in the streets. You know what I mean? So how'd you? I mean, did that make you kind of bulk up feeling like man of the house if you were with your mom all the time? I mean, I was with both of my parents for half of my life. You feel know I me? Mean? Okay. Like I felt like I was with my dad for a long enough time when I was younger, and I said in high school that's why I moved my mom and started Got it. being on my hoodlum shit. Right, my dad right. was my mom was less strict than my dad. You know? Oh, for real? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, smoking weed and bringing <laughs> bitches home when I was with my mom's crib. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, my mom's my mom's get home at six, seven. You try to come through? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, let's get it. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now I'm a changed man. I'm all wifeed up. There Shout out go. my baby girl. You there know? you go. Uh, yeah, I know. I always see you guys posting the the flyest photos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like they got to hold down. Uh, did you guys do YouTube shit too? You Which mean like content? Did you, yeah. Did you guys post content on YouTube? Yeah, the two we, of you did, guys? we did a couple of vlogs and did a. Um, I personally have never had, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna work on that. I feel like that's something I've been lacking. People don't know my personality. That's why I wanted to do this with you too. Yeah, people can see who I am. Be like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. Oh, he's pretty cool. I want to hang out with him. or see what's up. Right, so right. definitely gonna start doing some uh, CJ Fly Day in the Life vlogs and more lifestyle entertainment. You know what I mean? How are you gonna? How are you attempting that? Like, do you have a like? Is it just you shooting the shit, or are you gonna get someone? We gonna see. I'ma holler at my boy Slick Jackson. Yeah, that's my motherfucking brother. Mm. I'ma holler at him. We gonna get it right. You know, come to LA when I get enough money. Holler at my boy Ben. You know, get a little. There you go. Little fly, Look. little, little yeah. helicopter shot. <laughs> we're getting one yeah. after this. Yo, let's get, get you it. One. I would love that. For Yo. sure. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it a different way, but it's a new thing. Um, let's get it, man. So then what, you know, it starts boiling up. You start traveling. You're seeing shit like that. What What are you starting to put into as far as like work ethic? Were you, did you, were you always just, you know, as soon as you started kind of catching a wave, mm-hmm. you were always music, 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 or was it? You know, you're kind of balancing life, like in school and shit. We playing sports and all that, and then try to segue into just music. Or uh, like I said, I always wanted to do music. I always knew I would do music. I wasn't settling for anything under that. Right. So, 
I did go to college because my parents was pushing for me to go to college. Yeah. My dad graduated uh, Mega Evans College with a computer science degree. Where's that at? That's right on in Brooklyn. You know Ebbets oh, okay. Field? No. Ebbets Field where uh, Jackie Robinson used to play. Back oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now projects and a, a housing right. uh, facility. But basically, um, facility sounds like a jail. <laughs> but um, my dad taught college computer science over there. And it's like, it's crazy how time flies. Like, I'm about to sidetrack a little bit, but it all comes back right. together you feel me but um when my dad was teaching computer science in there i was in there learning the computer learning the internet and that was my first moment being on the digital side of the world you know Whoa. what i mean and i was playing games i don't know if you remember they used to have the games when you could fucking beat up osama bin laden and mad different <laughs> shit and like fucking like eva or whatever those sites were yeah, yeah. those sites and you would play right. mad games you wasn't supposed to play too yeah. mad different shit yeah and i'll be on there playing that cartoon network games disney channel games mm-hmm. the fucking Nickelodeon and just learning the computer and shit and learning right. how to make websites and right. my dad was teaching me shit so as I got older I um, went to college for computer science just wow. for my love for it you feel yeah. me and I was like my dad gonna help me with my homework if I gotta go on tour I, right. I, that was a lie motherfucker did not help you with a goddamn thing you feel me he helped me stay alive and stay in the streets but yeah. stay out of the streets but yeah definitely went to school for computer science try to learn a little programming you know what I mean and then I got through the first year, and after the first year, because um, I graduated 2011. Okay. Our first tour was 2012. Right. So at the end of June 2012, we're going on tour. Fuck school. I right. Did. I didn't go back to school. Over. Me? I could probably still all go back now with my whatever I had left. You know right, what I mean? Right, but right. If I do go back to school, it'll be culinary. But I was definitely going to school for uh, computer It'd science. it be culinary? Yeah, definitely. You a foodie? I'm definitely a, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll call myself a foodie yet, but I'm a hungry guy that cares about the culinary world. That's know? tight. I want to own a business, uh, restaurant, a food truck. Dude, I was just talking about this shit this morning. Yeah, like, it's a it's a woman business. I've been talking about this for the last two years, but I've been not rich enough. Right. <laughs> if I was and I had the right tools, I would definitely be in business already. Have you seen um, Chicago? Have you watched that show? Yes. You see the dude's got the food truck or whatever. He's it. trying to get that shit it. started. I'm I like, love his entrepreneurship. Shit. Yeah, right. And that's what I want to do too. But it's going to be, I can't talk too much because motherfuckers will steal your shit. That's true. My shit's going to be the one of a kind business and it's going to be in at least 15 cities Ooh. when you come out the club Just waiting right there. for you. Hell you yeah. need something to get you back to life. Let me tell you too much. Hold up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, man, I went to school for computer science. Don't yeah. steal my shit. Right, right. Uh, and yeah, I didn't go back after that. We went on our first tour. I was like, what am I going on back to school for? Like, were you seeing money at the time? Like, did you start seeing money from any of the shows, or was it just kind of like getting put openers, on through that? Yeah, a couple hundred dollars. You right. feel me? Like at the end of the day, I was living off of my uh, what'd you call that shit? Student loans. Not student. You could call it student loans, but there's a name for it in New York. I forgot. But FAFSA. FAFSA. Yeah. Oh shit! I forgot about FAFSA, bro. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was able to apply for FAFSA, and I got some checks, and they would give me a couple bands. Right. And I would live off of that. You feel me? And be yeah. on the road, just eating and shit, but. Yeah, definitely. My plan initially was get the two. I was there for my associates. Mm. So my plan initially was to go get uh, my associates for computer science and make 150K a year while rap while trying to be a rapper. <laughs> Could you imagine that shit? Yeah, that would have been beautiful. Bro. That would have been fucking Because people kept telling me, yo, go to McDonald's, fix a computer, they'll pay you. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do that shit easy because that was already my, my realm. You feel me? So I definitely wanted to do that and music came along quicker like, do I wish I stayed the extra year? Maybe. You feel me? But you're right. You could always go. You could do that. You could sign up tomorrow. Exactly. But, but you can't because you got a tour. Exactly. <laughs> See? But, you know, I, I I picked my path and 
You know what I mean? It's pretty set in stone. Right. So it is what it is. But definitely could could use 150 minutes right now. <laughs> Man, I mean, like that that was always we always talked about budgeting, right? Like coming up, like I don't know what it was. It was like you kind of live as a creative, like. Mm-hmm you don't think about the future. You don't think about fucking Mm-mm. down the road, but you're just constantly working, working, working. And there was one point in our talks, like mm-hmm. where we were like, we need a budget. What if Always. we had a budget? And then mm-hmm. that shit changed. I'm like, what the fuck is a budget? Right. You thought it was just winging like, I just thought it would work. Gun. I thought everything just works. And then you're like, Oh, what if we had 5k and we could put 5k towards this, or we mm-hmm. could have this, or we played like one show and we killed it. And we had like 3k. Right. We went and bought new mic, went and got the fucking exactly. new, whatever. You learned the all mechanics the of the business. Yeah. But having, of, like to obtain a budget for a creative is so key you know what i mean like definitely like yeah for you to go and do that you were gonna put in 50 hours a week on that one job but right. if you have 150k and only like studio you know, time was unlimited and that's something that definitely affected me like as an artist coming up i was always using studios off the strength of joe we are the strength of uh, other relationships you know right like i've i don't like to use the word finesse too much but i finesse my way where i am right now to some extent like i haven't been hit with crazy studio fees because I've been able to record at certain spots and shit. But if I did have that money, I would be at the most expensive the studios. Right. My vocals would be sounding crazy, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I've been limited with limited resources and making it happen. So hopefully within the next coming year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things are going to click and I'm going to be able to really take it to the next level. Right. Because I haven't even ever recorded in one of those crazy studios with like fucking a whole room for boards and shit. But I don't even think like, like I go in the studios with these mm-hmm. people and they don't even use that shit. No, I know they don't. But the t- the reality of it is, the recording sounds different. It is. I mean, it's built for. I mean, right. Literally, the architect is like design. Like those rooms are. Mm-hmm. I don't even know this, but there was there was a studio we tried to buy in Iowa, mm-hmm. and it was like the, all these bands played. Um, I'm trying to think like Slipknots from Iowa mm-hmm. and Stone That's Temple dope. Pilot or whatever. They would all record, but it had like each booth. Mm-hmm. The actual structure of the building would be built where the cement floor was built, like laid away from the other one. So like mm-hmm. the vibrations in that one room would never catch from the building. And the room is curved to Cur- a certain yeah. thing, and they've they've made it just like that for the room. Right. So they call it a sound treating. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you get, in, I mean, obviously you're gonna get in there and you're gonna have the best mics in the world. Of course, you're gonna sound crazy. Obviously, rappers don't record in the booth like that anymore. Right. But they still using. The the, the boards and everything else to right. help make everything sound warm and quality. Yeah, you know? yeah. and it's, it's a like, preamps and shit. Like exactly. it, that's where all, all the, the money preamps. goes into all that stuff. All like. the preamps. So it's just like I want to get into more uh, reggae and Afrobeat and singing and shit. That'd be dope. I can't do that in my current situation. Yeah, you feel me? Only my engineers only know how to record certain rap. Right, shit. right, you feel right. Me? I want to go into other sound uh, types of music and shit. So. That's the dream, eventually, you feel me? Do you have a setup right now where you could just, like, if you're on the fly, if you were just, like, going to record some shit on your computer or whatever, you don't do it that way? My, actually, my computer just actually came back to life. It was broken for, like, two weeks. I dropped it, and it kept beeping and shit. I Damn. Just fixed it. I, look, I went to Apple, though. They fixed it free of charge, thank God, before Ayo. tour. So we out here, you know what I'm saying, watching Snowfall, Power, all that good shit. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, you download bootlegs, everything. All that. Come <laughs> holler at me. I got the bootlegs on deck. I just started Power. Yeah? That shit was slow just, as fuck just, at the just beginning. Started? Yeah, because I, I just missed it. I, I think it came. Where you at right now? Uh, the first episode I tried to watch with my girl And I was like This is definitely my show Not her shit You know what I mean You can't watch it with her I know She might not be into it No she definitely ain't Cause it was just like Slow at the beginning Kinda corny You know this pilot episode yeah. Like they're trying to figure out The characters and shit But like it, The way Will 50 Cent ha- promotes that shit I'm like I need to watch Power I have a serious question for you Would you ever have time To actually watch the whole thing though Yo if there's That's a real question if, if there's a balance in my life It's like consuming I love series 
Like I love movies A good series too. But a good series Like I fucking I'll digest that shit Stranger Things 3 came out Me and my girl Smashed in one day All 12 episodes Or however many of those shits were sure. Like we just get it like, Okay so you have time To do that I can do, but, that's, okay. but that's me making time For her Like that's That's what's interesting Is like you have to find A sweet balance Between work and real life and watching the show that your girl was watching. yeah if we and if and if it's like yeah so as soon as power as soon as i looked over and she was like this watching power i was like back to menu that'd like, be my girl on angry bird she'd be like <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like oh you don't like this shit huh? yeah, it's, yeah it's done all right always uh nah man that's so that's so interesting like i feel i feel like the recording process is very like tedious and a lot of people have their different routes and shit but then as tech like changed like mac miller was Mm -hmm. like the person that opened my eyes to being like he would just plug all the shit in be in the the little closet yeah Yeah, and just figure out how to lay it down brilliant bro rest in peace man i know man man. i I got to work with him before he passed it's fucking crazy it's really good to feel real his uh his photographer was on here and shared some stories or whatever like right after he passed and it's like really crazy to um just the way he did it you know what i mean yeah especially like like i said me For consuming sure. from home right you He's guys very particular. his shit our future all wow. these people that were doing it yeah, i was, was studying it too bro my first song i ever recorded on the fucking soundcloud was uh kool-aid and frozen pizza yeah you could probably still find that shit it's called that's crazy Fly, don't forget that that's tight it's like baby don't forget that trying to be like mac yeah he fucking he just did it like he just natural and the way he would bring the visuals to life too because yeah. that was so immediate for me Super beautiful. even with like uh like joey did i don't remember what song mm-hmm. it was it was like in the train mm-hmm. like it was all black and white or something i don't remember what the fuck it was but i just remember watching these videos and being like man you're like, talking about from the tombs I think so. When we was all in the train? Yeah. And it was like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shit was hard. Sure. I'm just sitting there watching. I would just watch this shit. Like, I yeah. I don't know if my bandwidth was there to start digesting who each key player was. For sure. But, but I was just, just like... Enjoying this, the scenery. Just to understand it. And you know what's funny? The thing that I, I, I co-direct and direct a lot of my music videos for yeah. my next album coming out. Dope. Uh, I got an album, by the way, fully produced by Static Selector called Root Boy. Shit. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh shit. But, um... Know what you haven't said that yet? I mean, I haven't done an interview in years. Right, true. <laughs> so shots. this is the first That's announcement. Crazy. Announcement. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, I forgot what visuals I was going directing. to say. There right. we go. Yep. Visuals. And the visuals that I've been working on, I've been trying to cap capture Brooklyn and Flatbush the best ways possible that you might be able to see when you was with Slick and Flatbush. Right. You feel me? I'm gonna show you that shit before. I, I want to see. It's crazy. You already shot some. I already did. I'm just, All right. Stacking more and right, right, right. loading and up the gun until I'm ready to shoot. Right, right. But yeah, definitely, bro. Like, I, I feel like the, the goal of my project, it being called Ruboy and being some really Brooklyn shit, is to really capture the essence of what I grew up in and like what shaped me into the person and the character that I am right now. You know, what I mean, this place, this 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 melting pot of all these cultures, these yeah. like the scenery, the the. The, the energy the, the you know what I mean the culture like it's just very 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 heavily heavily influenced and I want to definitely display that and you'll see it definitely when do you plan is it it'll be a few weeks before this drops uh I'm trying to see they, it they probably uh, you gonna see it today yeah. but right, right. they're gonna see it when it drop drop right know? right so but what yeah. what was like an approach like to be able to captivate that essence of mm. lifestyle like what did you try to do that you think would, would really sell it because i think I, I love that shit like you'll never know what it was like for me in iowa like in cornfield shit 
it's different camping and doing weird me? shit like and that. And that's my whole thing. Even through the headphones, it's like I want to make sure you're listening to the shit and you visually just close your eyes and see where I'm taking you. You feel right. me? Right. I'm, I'm a big storyteller. Right. And I feel like that's something I want to continue to do. A lot of people they tell stories, but very in their own form. You feel yeah. Me? But definitely, I'm just very vivid with my words. I'm showing you places. I'm like taking you back to very specific locations where I was raised and grew up. That's you feel dope. Me? So. Just seeing those places and seeing the surroundings and seeing how it is, I think it's going to definitely inspire people to be like, whoa, New York is dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been there, but I want to go now. You know right. what I mean? So, I think that was like after like meeting Q and then doing that tour mm-hmm. and then hearing about all the shit, like all the stories that they're all telling with mm-hmm. each other, whatever. It's like, and then after tour, going back to like where he's from, mm-hmm. where all of them are from and just getting to bounce around the hood and like understand it. Like it's way different. Like you hear it mm-hmm. and you can come up with a, picture but when you see it in real life it just like it finally matches of course it resonates and you're it's, like, okay, it's so I wild it. yeah you get you it know what i'm saying you, you might see somebody outside of their, their surroundings and be like why you like that right <laughs> and then you get back and be like oh uh-huh. you're just a product of this yeah you know what i'm saying mm. and that's not a bad thing it's no like, definitely not you'll see me i'll take you to my hood and you'll be like that's why you're not always smiling like that right this is just the temperature yeah you know what i'm saying and if you don't want to look like food right huh. you gotta just adjust to that that's crazy product of the environment what uh with the Steve shit like mm-hmm. me and him like it sounds like he was a huge influence to you mm-hmm. coming up or whatever you guys working together you developed mm-hmm. a lot of your style with him right definitely what uh, uh we had to his birthday was the day after mine so we oh were, shit like, very close like that that's yeah. crazy but you guys went to same high school yeah everything same like high that. school yeah what do you feel like he left as far as like the biggest takeaway for you in music confidence um and just like. I don't know. I just feel like he always wanted to raise the ball. Mm. Like, there was never a part of him that wanted to do anything mediocre. Right. Like, he always wanted to be a legend, wanted to be legendary and do great things. And I've always wanted to do the same, but he just made me want to turn my drive up from fucking three to ten. Right. You know what I'm saying? And definitely inspired me to go harder and become a better lyricist. And he he would always give me, like, positive uh, positive affirmations, like, towards what I was doing and stuff. You right. know, And I... I it helped motivate me to be a better artist and better lyricist and rapper, you know? Yeah. And I appreciate that shit, definitely. Is it is it strange that, like, his, his passing mm-hmm. was, like, uh, I mean, you see it now. It's, like, fucking Nipsey, bro. Like, right. dude dies and it just Fuck opens up the floodgates to new fans, definitely. which is so interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy how he became, like, a permanent spotlight on Pro Era. No, for sure. Which is wild. Because it's yeah. like I, you get put on, but when that happened, oh, for sure. like I didn't know him mm-hmm. until he passed. And right. then all of a sudden it's like Sad. shared, 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 shared. Right, right, right. And, and you dig deep. I've always thought he was dope. You know what I mean? Like we always thought he would blow up first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just by the way, everything went. You know what I mean? People choose who they choose. But right. it is what it is, man. Like I definitely think people are gravitating towards it because, you know what I mean? Some of them actually appreciate the music and was like, damn, he, sl- he didn't get to actually reach his... Uh, actual you know what I mean potential right but they hear like oh this is dope he sounds like he could have been the next goat you know what I mean but yeah definitely I'm I'm glad people are showing him love but I wish they would have showed him love sooner you know what I mean I know you it's know how that goes crazy. even Nipsey bro Nipsey I'm so sad I didn't get to do a track with Nipsey or even like meet him cordially yeah. you know what I mean like big influence bro like there's a lot of artists that even made me when they break my hair like I already told you about Bow Wow yeah. when I was younger like, yeah yeah my parents dubbed me when I was younger. Like, right. haircut, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But gotcha. like, even seeing Nipsey or, 
other people growing up like i'll be like i want braids in high school mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or even like gangbang and shit. you want to gangbang just like these people bro. right it's crazy damn it's fucking wild now I'm, I'm i feel like i'm sure even in the past any times you've done interviews and shit like this shit gets brought up all the time yeah for sure but it, what's interesting to me is like everyone wants to hear the same shit but what it like to me i feel like what the most interesting question would be would be like how do you feel like he played his main role in the in the group mm -hmm. what's the main thing that no one knows that he brought to all you aside from the energy aside from pushing it you know what i mean i feel it feels like he was like a commander. That nobody knows yeah that nobody would ever know or something that me meant the world to you guys it might not people might not care because i feel like people just want to hear the, the same shit like mm, i don't know i feel like everything's pretty much out there but like I consider him the the roots, the glue to this whole thing. You know, people might not have seen him as that, but like a lot of the members, it was like we was literally forty seven deep at a point. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And he was connected to a lot of them. Like before I actually met the zombies, you feel me? He knew them, so he was like the connected right there. You know right. what I mean? I was listening to them, I heard of them, and even the underachievers, these might have skated with this person and knew this person. Right. And then pro era, everybody else didn't click and talk to everybody but Steve's had communication with everybody it was crazy so it was just like he was definitely like the the, the connector yeah you know what I mean the conduit like yeah to call him. that's dope yeah. it's like Yams too definitely you know I mean, what I mean it's crazy how that even happened like him and Yams are very similar in so many ways like they have conduits and, and like leaders to this to these two magical crews in New York you know right. what I mean and didn't even get to see their actual full potential bro yeah it's crazy and his legacy like both of the legacies is like look at you got like literal concerts and shit around these yeah, people like for sure. people get beautiful. still get together and remember them which is fucking it's awesome man. so going forward um yeah like the new project let's talk about that so yeah this is gonna drop sometime soon yeah you know samples always fucking blow right blow they blow what you know they blow yeah <laughs> Yeah, right now we're in the process of getting the project together, figuring out the samples and shit. As you can see by my facial expression, it's the most <laughs> stressful, annoying shit ever. Right. Because this album's been done for so long. But me and Static figuring it out and shit, me and the team, and we're just going to get to the bottom of it. But the album's coming, man. You know, it's yeah. great. Um, the summer? You think? Summer's over. Oh, yeah, summer is. Damn. It's fucking July. I don't know. I just said it the other day. I'm like, man, it's about summer's to be summer. summer. My girl said the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't roll nothing out right now, but. Right. Probably, hopefully by fall. Cool. If not, top of the year. I yeah. don't want to do any more. I did Fly Trap 2016, December, and that was the worst idea in the world. Why? Because it's like into the new year. Nobody's talking about shit from last year like mm -hmm. that. They want fresh shit. If yeah. You better off dropping on, on New Year's Day or fucking Valentine's Day and then get, catching that. Right, right. Feel me? And it's Christmas time. You're not getting no reviews or like any actual traction. Damn. On holidays. Yeah. I definitely took a little L as far as learning. Learning life right, lessons. Right. You know what I'm saying? But. It definitely got a great perception and, and, and reception from the crowds. Right. Yeah, sure. Shit. Um, is there, I mean, like, what could we look forward to musically? Like, what? I'm wondering, it, should I, I, I spill, I spill like one or two features. Joey's on there, obviously. Right. I haven't had Joey on the project since the first one. So, uh, when was be, the first one? The way I see it. When was that? 2013. 2013. Like, that was that Piff joint. Wow. On that joint, I had Fife Dog, Buckshot from Black Moon. Joey, uh, Eric Ark Elliott. Uh, Were you recording all this in the studio? Soul. With them? Yeah, most of the most most only person that sent me that verse was Fife. Really? Yeah. He oh, sent I me thought it was going to be Saul. 
Nah, Soul came to New York. Then. That's, That's where we was actually building. We did two songs. The other song's never gonna ever come out. It was, he killed it, but I didn't. Right. <laughs> it was one of those like, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. But yeah, um, and then on this project, I got um, not too many features, but some features. I got Conway the Machine. Okay. I got Joey. I got basically all of the pros. Um. Yeah. You don't gotta say them all. Was how many? Is it a lot of songs? How many records do you think? Like 14, 13 and 14 right. records. Yeah. So it's like an official, it's like a real For album. Sure. Like little, um, little, little small storytelling album. You know what I mean? Me and Static's first um, joint album together. It's our collaboration. That's dope. Group, yeah, I'm excited, man. Static's excited. So history is in the making. Yeah, I'm excited to see this shit. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. This is a good one. Yeah. This is tight. Thanks, man. Thanks, I'm, I'm glad you pulled up because for real, I was I'm like, you have me. <laughs> I had you on my list. I have like a, hit, a, a ridiculous hit list or yeah. whatever. And I was just, I always put like if I confirm if they said yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I think I had you just confirm before I even asked you. That's beautiful. You manifested <laughs> it. I did. Now, but I wasn't going to say no regardless. You could have offered me a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I could give you a buck. I gave you coffee though instead. <laughs> oh, let's just try you know what I mean? this. Yeah, let's do it again. And I was cooled down cheers? a little bit. Cheers, cheers coffee? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We can cheers coffee. Black with no cream, mm-hmm. bitch. Uh, so we have this like Q&A experience that I do. You like it, no? Nah? Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to give you good memes and shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so we have this Q&A experience, mm-hmm. which I do. Oh shit, you good? Yeah, we good. Um, Q&A experience. Yeah, bad. we're gonna switch over to it in a second. I let like my members ask you questions or whatever. Gotcha, let's go. But before we wrap this up, I always do it where I let my, um, my guests pick a hashtag, right? So I say everyone has to go to your Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Whatever your most recent photo or video, whatever you posted recently, mm-hmm. and they're listening to this right now, that means you listen to the entire interview. That's a fact. I want them to tag me at Ben Rovers World. Mm-hmm. And then put this hashtag you're about to say so that we both know that they listen to this whole interview all the way through. Let's get it. So what do you want it to be? Uh, hashtag. Damn. Do I, damn. You can tell me this before I got here. So nope. I, a little, a little, I little, never little, do. No. Little, little, little brainstorming. Nope. Um, Something that is for this shit. We'll know exactly what they mean when they post it. We're like, damn, seven months from now, two years from now, we hear this. They're just hashtagging. Oh, the album. Shit. No, or anything. You can do it as I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Fuck it. Hashtag uh, fly versus I don't know. <laughs> fly versus Ben. I don't know. <laughs> this is this caught me off guard. <laughs> if he told me to rap, I would have something to spit right now. Fly bro. versus Ben. You heard? Okay. Fly uh, v Ben. Yeah, we can do that one. Yeah, um, hashtag. Man, hashtag I appreciate ben. you coming and doing this shit. Uh, good me, luck bro. on the tour. I think it's gonna be fucking exciting. Thank you, man. I'm super excited to look forward to this shit. This amphitheater is about to fucking collapse. I got my in ears, bro. My you first in ear performances, have man. You tried them, bro. Weird. Nah, amazing. It feels good. The best CJ Fly show you motherfuckers ever seen in your hey, life. Come yeah. check me out. Come early. Yeah, come early, people. What? How early? What time is the doors usually? Bro, I'm, I'm gonna like let seven. y'all. I'm gonna make an announcement when I get a chance because I'm still finding out the details <laughs> and shit. I don't even know what time we go arrive to Seattle yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me get there and I'm a holla. What y'all. are you guys doing? All one bus? Oh hell no, bro! You know how many members? How many members? How many bunks are there on the bus from your memory? Twelve to fourteen. Right. How many? People Ten you guys East Coast have? members. Yeah. Right. Plus Three openers. different crews. So three buses. Flappers zombies, priority, underachievers. Priority is being split in two because it's yeah. four of us plus crew. Flapper zombie has management and team. Uh, then we have fifty people building a stage for us. Oh, wait till you bring the see the stage. I'm just tell you that. I it's crazy. Ooh, bring the telling. Bring the helicam. 
It's one of those, bro. We got, bro, I'm going to tell you when we get off this motherfucker, but we got some shit. Make sure y'all, yo, I'm not even gassing it because I'm on this shit. History, this might be the best show. This shit is going to be crazy, huh? Bro, promise you. We had, you want to know how many we had on ours? What? Guess. I don't, oh, no, I don't want to know. Guess. Is this like, it's like, he, I'm you just going to flex right, right, right quick. He's, oh, you know, you go in the restaurant or some shit. And they got a jar and be like, if you could guess how many gumballs is in here, you get yeah. the fucking free meals. Like, right. A thousand? Nah. Nah. Crew, tour crew? Thousand? Four hundred. Damn. That's you made me feel a, weak. That's half of a thousand. We it, do. It, it we have 50 total. And that's what I'm saying. And three and that, semi trucks. Think about how fuck crazy that shit. When I got on a tour. No. 400. Q's was two buses. Yeah, no. And then that's we switched. Crazy, and I was, we had 90 bro. buses and trucks. 400 people? Moving across the world. All thankful, like, yo, thank you for this bread. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Building the biggest stage ever, like, playing in fucking stadiums. That shit's That's crazy. It's weird. And the way they designed that tour was really fire, too. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But anyway, all right, I'm going to switch over yes, to Patreon. Sir. If you want to hear this shit, switch it over. Patreon.com slash Black No Cream. You can hear the whole thing there. All right, dope. Uh, Flop! Yep. That's it for I don't know what episode this is But CJ motherfucking fly I had a, a great time talking to this dude He is talented as shit Make sure to download all of his music Support him wherever you can um, Watch all the videos He showed me an exclusive music video That is not out yet Right after we recorded this Which is fucking sick to see And uh, I'm pumped to see it go live and you guys all experience it because this guy puts in a lot of work to this shit um the patreon q a experience is available right now so if you want to hear me talk to cj and ask him some more questions more kind of creative driven questions uh you can get that at patreon.com slash black window cream definitely check that out and uh yeah i don't know um that's it levi is going to be on the show next week which is sick so two pro era you know members basically back to back on the black window cream podcast um we're excited to have Levi come share a story about being the tour videographer, photographer, director for Joey Badass, CJ Fly, all those squad, uh, and the In the Field video that we're about to drop on YouTube is about to be fucking fire. So if you want to see what it's like to be, you know, a touring photographer, get that day in the life experience, we got it for you. Coming soon. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash cream. That's it. I'm done rambling. Uh, See you uh, every Wednesday and Sunday. I love you for listening to this and make sure to subscribe. All right, that's it. Fucking peace, you motherfucker.